No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. I miss the days when a hornet was a pacifist. Now I'm asking Amazon how much a casket is. It's either that or do whatever Carol Baskin did. I'm getting desperate in my quarantine. Well, some say Corona was an inside job. Well, that's cause you're stuck inside and can't get to your job. If there was anything to hide, it'd be your husband, Don. I can't stop writing Carol Baskin jokes. like the karate kid but coronavirus straight up cobra kind this Harrison Ford and Star Wars was the coolest con and when I cheered him on I would shout Wuhan but now I just eat popcorn till it's gone then watch a Seinfeld marathon much love to the legends who are passing through. Make sure really have respect for what the masters do. In the words of little Richard from me to you. A wop babaloo bop a wop bamboo. Is peak week over? Can Fauci speak slower? There's nothing like sunsets. With the stimulus check Police say I'm not a suspect Cause I got a stimulus check I hadn't known fun yet Till I got a stimulus check My worries are over and my life is set I got a stimulus check The Pope accepted my friend request Cause I got a stimulus check It rained a lot and I didn't get wet Cause I got a stimulus check The best way that we can repair this Is with a stimulus check That solves every problem there is
everybody. What's up, Apple? What's, What's up? On? Welcome. I want to talk about something real quick. Okay. Sweet Relief. Well, Sweet Relief is providing immediate assistance to anyone in the music industry who has been financially impacted by COVID-19. Now, that's cool. Yes. That much needed. Sweet Relief has received thousands of applications for assistance. Applicants include artists, crew, venue workers, agents, managers, and photographers. Which that's cool. I mean, they kind of capture everybody. Everybody, not just the artists. Yeah, they're providing assistance to a lot of people. Yeah. Well, Sweet Relief pays for vital living expenses, including medical bills, health insurance, prescriptions, utility, utility telephone bills, groceries. Auto-related expenses and clothing. So, like living expenses. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you're getting by. So, applications are being accepted now. Please apply for help or donate to help those in need at sweetrelief.org. Right on. This episode of No Simple Road is having a bunch of sponsors and stuff. (laughs) One of them is Define Define Premium Premium Cannabis. Cannabis. Yeah, yeah. Define Premium Cannabis has two locations, one in Hillsboro, one in Forest Grove. And if you go during the week to the one in Hillsboro, Apple will meet you because that's where he works. He rides out of the back on a unicycle dressed as a clown, (laughs) juggling. It, those jars that the eights come in, he juggles those. And when he lands in his right hand with one of the jars, that's the jar you're going to get. And it will be premium cannabis in his clown costume. Yes, it will. <laughs> so, so, so come on out. Uh, we are essential through all of this stuff. And we are providing lots of people relief. And if you go and tell them that you listen to the show, say, I listen to No Simple Road. They're going to be like, boom, 10% discount. And, and bam. Here's a free t-shirt. free t-shirt. What? So check that out. Go out to the location in Hillsborough or the one in Forest Grove. Have Apple clown you some bud and take care of your mind, your body, and your soul during this weird time that we're all in. And if you're feeling a little froggy, you need to buy yourself something pretty, you need to update your wardrobe, head over to shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram. They have something that I've been waiting for for a long time that's brand new. They have... So... I love the steal your tape design that they met that they made. If you've never seen it, go on their Instagram at Shop Tour Bus, check out the steal your tape. And then I was just the other day like, man, all the hats that I have are all sweat stained from last year. And like, if I run <laughs> them through the dishwasher again, they're gonna just disappear. And I needed a new hat, but I didn't want to just buy a hat like on Amazon you wanted or something. Rad I wanted hat? something yeah. cool. So they have these rad steal your tape embroidered trucker hats, and I hooked myself up with one. Yeah, Aww, right yeah. on. So, yeah, you guys, go over there and check that out. They also have the Cornell Steal Your Tapes that are up right now. And I think, if I read correctly, one of the family members over there at Shop Tour Bus, part of their homeschooling is arts and crafts time, yeah, so decorating Franny. the boxes. Yeah. Oh, how cute. So not <laughs> only will uh, a young person lovingly and intentionally hand design your box, but you will also get a bootleg in that. And if you... Put in the promo code No Simple Road when you check out. You're gonna get free, free shipping. shipping. So, shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram, and man, you're gonna get more, more than, than you bargain for. Sure, more than you bargain for. And last, but absolutely, absolutely not least, <laughs> absolutely, Harry's Razors is a sponsor of No Simple Road. Thank you, Harry's. Thank you, Harry's. 
if you do what I did yesterday and burn your beard, <laughs> you can actually hook yourself up with your Harry's razor. Look, you guys, this is three bucks. We're talking one, two, three dollars. This little package will come to your house and it's going to have all kinds of awesome stuff in it, like a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. And if you're wondering how to get this, you go to harrys.com forward slash NSR. Harry's is sweet, you guys. I have signed up. I'm, a couple other people here in the house yeah. signed up. This is like two bucks a blade is what we're talking about once you get into the whole thing. They cut out the middleman by manufacturing blades in their German blade factory that's been making these blades for over 100 years. That's not like me just making up a People random number. People have been number. shaving for a long time. That is a real thing, 100 years, which means you get incredibly high-quality blades at factory direct prices. And it's convenient, man. These refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule. You don't have to sign up for a subscription. You can just do the $3 thing and check it out. They're going to give you 100% of your money back if you don't dig it. And this is the part I really like. 1% of the proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better health care for men and veterans. So to join the 10 million who have tried Harry's, claim your special trial offer by going to harrys.com forward slash N-S-R. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. No simple road. No simple road. 
The Helping Friendly Podcast explores the music and fan experience of fish through interviews and deep dives on shows and tours. And Quick Hits, a review of every show of the tour the next day with someone who was there. We started HF Pod in 2013 to bring the fan voice into the discussion. We're six years in, and with the help of our guests, we're still discovering new angles of appreciation for the band we all love. Whether you're new to fish or you've been listening for years, we think you'll find something to enjoy on HF Pod. Search for the Helping Friendly Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Or find us on the web at hfpod.com. Hey now, No Simple Road family, welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast. Well, at least I hope it's your favorite podcast. It's their favorite It might be your right second now. favorite right now. Let them have at it. At the moment, yeah. it's probably your favorite because yeah. you're listening to it. Hi, we're glad you're back. Do you want to know what we, we did right for this pandemic? What? We, <laughs> whatever, I didn't Whoa. mean that. <laughs> <laughs> I like the pandemic. I'm not trying to throw shade at it. I just was saying, we if you want to throw shade at something, you can throw it whatever. at this. Yeah. Whatever it is. Um, I didn't even mean to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole. What I meant to say was we have like 140 something episodes. So if you really wanted to binge on something, oh, this shit. is a great show to binge to. That's true. It really is. And I haven't said that before, but it really truly is because I go back and listen to our old episodes. And it's fun. Well, I know firsthand because I lived it. Yeah. <laughs> it and, is fun. And it was fun. And if you don't know, like, okay, say it wasn't us, but if you don't know but who these us. people are and you're just getting to meet them, like, we couldn't have planned it any better. It's mm -mm, a no. really cool way that the show actually came to life. It's that, like... And this episode, too, like, is, is a testimony to that, that unfolding that you're talking that about. Episode. Yeah. This Delta 89, this is... Roth from Delta 89 this week. Excuse me. Hang on. <clears throat> and the way that we met Roth was last year when we went to Skull and Roses, he hit us up before we went and we scheduled a time to talk with him while we were at Skull and Roses last year. And little did we know that we were meeting uh, another member of the family. Yep. Yeah. Well, we didn't know we were going <laughs> to meet a member of the family because we feel his letter was... Like we felt it, yeah, all of us felt true. it. And by the time we saw him and met him in the little round food court thing, like it was just like, hey, what's up? Let's <laughs> hey, you. Yeah, it was. A person I don't know, but have known for my whole life. Yeah, he's yeah. very special. I love him so much. He's got such a sweet 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 soul you and know and, and well and very intense like very intense very and intense. gentle at the same time yeah like intental 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 oh Roth, you're intental yeah. yeah i the thing that that struck me with Roth, and i didn't really remember it until we spoke to him again i remember when we were interviewed him standing in the parking lot at skull and roses last year he reminded me of me like his story, his every like, his vibe, mm -hmm. I, it was very reminiscent of myself, and it was weird, and I was tripping on it then, and then when we talked to him again this time, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, whoa, that's weird, yeah, and he, then I remembered thinking it last time. He reminded all of us of somebody. Yeah. Like, he just, he, I don't know, he's got that sim soul uh, mm -hmm. familiarity. Yeah, it's definite family vibe, and the music is 
amazing. Oh my gosh. His, this album is beautiful. It's great. Yeah. It's fun. It's, 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 it's a work of art. Yeah. It's a real work and of art. And he, and Ralph, I hope you're proud because it's, I love it. Well, and, and just talking to him and the backstory of his life and everything that led up to this thing happening to this album coming out. There's a lot. There's a lot to that. It's mm-hmm. not just simple. Oh, I decided to start a band. There's no. a there's a huge story there, yeah. and and it really reflects in the music the depth of emotion that have come into this thing. And it feels like we went on a journey with him. And, yeah. it, and it's a album. story that we've told too of ourselves and stuff because he was like complete 180 different music scene different person everything and then like boom wow this That's is fucking what hard. i need to Which be doing i love that he created his own thing now too like okay he was like all this like metal, metal and all that exactly and then oh you know dead but no you like he is his own thing and it's a beautiful thing to be yeah you know that's something that we <clears throat> i mean i guess we've talked about it on the show before but it's hard when you jump on the bus. It's not always easy. Um, a lot of us have an entire life that happened before we got, quote, turned on. And then that moment happens and all the stuff that you were into before that doesn't feel the same. It's anymore. in limbo. And uh-huh. and like your, your clothes yeah. aren't right. Mm-hmm. And you got to leave a lot behind. Your yes. hairstyle feels weird and, yes. and you don't fit in your own skin anymore. And like your friends think you're weird and your family thinks you've lost your mind. And like it's that's fucking it's scary hard to change in front of people. And it takes balls. Yeah, I know. To hold on to that and yep. go, you know what? I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. I know that this is what happened and who I am and that that's just it. And the people that matter are going to stick around and the people that don't, it's like, I think it's morning dew. It is Jerry. There's a line in that song where Jerry says, there's no need to be worrying about all those people. You never see those people anyway. And that was one of the lines that always stuck out to me when I was brand newborn into all that. Like, Cause I would think about that. Like, what do we, what are they going to think? And, and then I would hear that and be like, okay, I don't really see those people anyway. It's okay. I got to just keep on going. It's scary, man. And I can't even imagine when when you have family that is loving and supportive to change, let alone if you don't have somebody who's loving and supportive to change. That's changing is hard. Changing. This this is great where you said this, there's, You'll hear like with his brother that he talks about in here. Yeah, it it, it was tough, and then it ends up beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's Stuff the moral to the story. Yeah. that's what I was gonna say. That's it, the moral it's tough, to the story. But beautiful. Mm-hmm. You got to stick it out, man, because at the end of the day, it does come out all right. Mm-hmm. Every little thing, it does. It re- and and know that that's like at this stage of the game, it's kind of trite. Like everything does work out. It is going to be all right, but it's true, man. I've seen it in my own life. And I, again, going back to my dad saying that it, you know, if it, everything always works out and if it hasn't worked out, it just hasn't worked out yet. And that's really (laughs) the way it is. Like it's going to, it's going to. So 
you guys are really going to dig this interview and I'm excited for yeah. you to hear it, man. And Roth, thanks again for coming on the show. And, and it was if so you, good to see him yeah, too, to be to able to him. do this over zoom yeah. and see him. If you want to check this out, it'll be up on, on, uh, I was going to say it'll be up on zoom. It'll be up on our YouTube page. If you want to see the video of this episode at uh, no simple road on YouTube and, uh, we'll be releasing more video content over there. But, uh, before we get to the interview, we got to do the business. 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 Got to do it. All right, let's What's do business? it. What are we doing? Um, well, I, I was going to mention one all, thing. Ted, I just remember this too. This was like kind of a twofer when we met him down there because we met Ash. At the same oh, yeah. Time. Ashton. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's and, also and in, in Delta line. 89. Um, that was something I was going <laughs> to tell you guys. If you want to check out, since you want to check out Delta 89's new EP that's out, it's on all the streaming platforms. It's called. Stand by. I'm going to give you the name <laughs> here. Hang on. It just ha- I think it's Welcome to, but I don't want to get it get it wrong. Oh, we, we did read that one. Um, it is Greetings From. See, I would have gotten it wrong. Greetings From Delta 89. And it's out. I'm looking at it on Apple Music right now, but I'm sure it's out everywhere else. And we're going to play you a little bit of it <clears throat> at the end of the episode. So stick around for the end and you'll be able to hear some of it. But uh, follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road and Facebook at No Simple Road. Join the No Simple Road family group. And that's where you can interact with all the other Facebooking No Simple Road family members. Uh, And, you know, there's something that I want to ask you guys. I know I say it every week, but No Simple Road needs your help. Patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road is where No Simple Road gets paid. And that is how we keep the show going and costs the show go up and... Our entire 2020 year is in the process of being canceled, right along <clears> with <throat> all of our festivals and everything else that we were all going to go do and have fun together. That everybody was going to go do. I know. That's what I just said. It's going to, we just got the shit can for all of it. But that is how we keep going for the rest of the year. And so we need your assistance, you guys. Um, we are artists too, and this is our art. And we appreciate all of you guys that have reached out and helped out yeah. and signed up and all the stuff yeah. that's happened. Um, Christina, you signed up this week. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Christina. I love you, man. I just what a sweet little angel heart. It's always the people that like, when they sign up, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, like the, you didn't need to do you that. Didn't, yeah, you exactly. didn't got to do that. Oh, man. Jeez. Oh, shucks. Exactly. But uh, you know what? It's but family. that means something. See, like it means a lot. Thank uh, okay, Christina. like in my perspective, it is like, oh, you don't have to do that. But then at this, but if I turn it around and what we've been saying all the time, it's like they're supporting what they love, and that is not a bad thing. That's a good thing. That's like, yes, do that, Christina. Go for it. Support what you love. Like she's learning at, and she's such a great help and such yeah. a great. She does so she much for us already. Yeah, man. She she's a supporter. So we're a supporter. So Hers, special uh, shout out, Christina. I love you. Thank you so much for signing up and just thank you for yourself and your you, Eunice. That's the thing too. Like when you do anything creative, I think part of the problem with people is that a lot of the time we don't know how to accept love. It's a, a weird mechanism that's built into us like the aw shucks gene oh who me that's self-deprecating what is is the proper way but but i think that like in doing the show it's forced us to not do that yeah and and to receive love and give it back without a filter and 
I'm really grateful to those people that have signed up for helping me to get over myself and to be able to be more open to that. Cause that's, that's a huge lesson in life that some people go to their grave, never, never finding that out. And so what lesson, how to receive love. And so thanks you guys for sending digital love our way. And that's how I see it. And so if you want to do that, you can go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. Send us your digital love. Digital love. Yeah. We'll, we'll frame <laughs> it like that and see how it goes. Um, I also want to say a special thank you and shout out to the entire No Simple Road family. Thanks for helping make quarantine awesome for us. You guys have been amazing and uh, just been reflective this week and thinking about you guys and the role that you've played in, in all of our lives over the past seven weeks. And it's been huge, man. Uh, the letters and the DMs and all the stuff has meant a lot. And uh, it's really gotten us through this. So I just want to say thank you, you guys. And we'll get you to the interview here. So without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Delta, Delta 89. 89.
How you guys doing? Doing good, man. Good to see you. Cute little face. Aww. Guys, I missed you guys, man. I wish I wish we were hanging out like like Skull and Roses. Oh my gosh, I think about that next year, I guess, for that or something. Or something. Well, we can still talk about it, like Heather, dude. Remember, remember, remember the sex when when Oteil <laughs> played, and then Billy and the kids. Oh my god, that first set! Holy shit! Uh, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird, weird world right now, man. Oh it's, man. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing okay. You know, you know, just locked down like everyone else, but doing okay. Mm, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm not fucking buying it, dude. That sounds like Aaron's answer lately. Yep, that, I could see, <laughs> I see myself reflected in your face. Oh, I'm doing great, dude. Woohoo! Yeah, it's tough, huh? Yeah, man, it really is. It's, it's. I mean, I think it's really tough for people like you know, who especially like who do things that like do shows or like rely on like things like that, like like a musician, like it. So that's why. It just sucks being at home all the time. I don't know. Just not doing much except for practicing and writing more songs. But so you're going to come out of this fucking shredding. Yeah. <laughs> I have no excuse. No, I, ha- I don't have time. <laughs> so we, we always forget to do this, especially when we know somebody or we should introduce ourselves and have you introduce yourself for the show. Well, go ahead, stars. Apple. So this is Apple, No Simple Road. Welcome, everybody. Say hi to the people out there. Hi, people out there. And here is Oh, (laughs) shucks. I'm Aaron. Hi. How's it going, everybody? Hey, I'm Mel. And we have Wonderful Who with us today. Wonderful Who. (laughs) Your turn, Roth. Oh, Roth from (laughs) Alpha 89 and a good friend of No Simple Road. Yeah. Family. Yeah, I love these guys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Uh, I didn't see this coming. I don't think anybody saw this shit coming. And I, when this all started, I thought for sure that the festivals wouldn't be canceled. I thought oh. that there would be like a couple of weeks of lockdown and then everything would be back to normal. Like, I remember at the beginning of, it was like the first or second week of May. I was like, if we make it. Me, March. Or yeah, March. If we, make it, if we make it to the third week and they haven't announced a cancellation, then it's going to happen. And then the day after I said that, they canceled. I was like, oh. Dang. Yeah. You know, there you thinking it comes true. I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. It's all my fault. Yeah, you I manifested it, it Aaron. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks a lot. No, so I, I don't think anybody saw it coming, man. And No, not at all. This is the first time mm-hmm. I think, well, I know for everyone, you know, this is like, we're always going to think of the world before and after in some way, I think. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I, there is yeah. a before yes. and after for sure. Because even if everything went, quote unquote, back to normal, like this is like a memory of like a couple weeks ago, like that you'll be playing in your head. It's not like from a lifetime ago. It's from a couple weeks ago. And you can remember when that wasn't like that. Like you were on vacations, you were on tour. Now, People are asking you, oh, do you have a fever? Do you have a mask? <laughs> like, you know, it's it's a weird, there is a before and after. It's a shock to our humanitarian system, like as a whole. It's like a, a face slap. A bitch slap. It's a bitch slap. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, and I thought, you know, I thought about what you said too, Rafi, before you said it. I was thinking about uh, musicians last week and, and like performers because my daughter's in the performing arts too and so is her husband and all of their friends and so i'm seeing their side 
also and you just can't create you know like the way that you would or collaborate yeah. you know and for you guys that's you kind of were it's built in you like i think a musician's uh life and desire is built into them because even though some people like to do that not everybody goes through with it do you know what i'm saying True. so dangerous. yeah so it's like oh i would love to go on tour but no it really i like to be at home with my family more than that you know something keeps them but for you guys you're going to do it regardless whether you make money whether you see things or not like you're just going to go for it yeah and, i would do it no matter what yeah even if like i got nothing out of it yes uh, there's that energy that's there what's going on with that part oh uh, well i mean it's right now. It's just like I, I I thrive off. I used to thrive off playing shows. It's weird to say used to because like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I used to when it was you know, so it, it, that kind of put me to like write songs in a different way. Maybe like if you know, I felt like people were reacting to a certain song in a certain way I liked, and I was figuring out oh what well, I can do. But I'm not thinking that way right now. I'm more thinking like a whole different headspace, which could be a good thing, I guess. Yeah. But for the music, but it's definitely different. Like untouched ground right now i'm like i don't know what to do and time is like i lose track of time like i don't even know what oh hour a day it is you know i don't even know so everything is just like before i used to have like times where i would write now it's just like any time so it's weird everything is really bizarre are, are you like financially how are you surviving uh it's been really tough luckily the government's been helping out a little bit good and um but really, all my means of, with gigs and things, I, all means of income I had before are just gone right now. And it's, luckily, I just finished this EP. So um, that's helping me a little bit. But yeah, I mean, just well, by like the grace of God, I guess, just being getting by right now. Well, before before we go on with the, the show, like how, how can people help support you and get and the your EP music and, and music and everything? How can they help out? Oh, I mean, I mean, of course, I would say first and foremost, just listen. You know, that's what I, I think the most important thing. And then if you want to help beyond that, I mean, you can always buy the record. And uh, there's going to be some merch coming out in the next couple of weeks for it. If you guys want to pick that up, that'd be cool and help me out a lot. And uh, yeah, you know, just, um, just reach out, you know, and I'm always down to talk and, you know, just make things happen, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, th- well, I would. Go ahead. I'm Apple. sorry. I got, I got to ask her. You got to introduce this to your little dog friend in the I background. Know. He was back there in the corner. He was having a good old time just wallowing so around. So cute. He's also, like, oh, shit. He's under the blanket. All of a sudden, he just popped up and he was just wallowing. Oh. He was finding his little spot. This is Dexter. What's Dexter? up, Dexter? Oh, Hi, buddy. Dexter. Look at that. He's my, he's my best friend. He's been my best friend for so long. Oh, oh he's rad. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was just back behind you, just having a good old time, wallowing <laughs> under the cushions. And... I got to look back at the video later to see that. That's so fucking cute, man. Roth, I, I, I feel you, dude, about the, like, where the creativity comes from. I, I, I get it. Like I've had yeah. the same kind of thoughts about the podcast. When this first started, I was like, I don't know how we're going to do the show anymore in my head. Like, how yeah. are we, how are we going to do this? This is a unprecedented thing that's happening. I don't know where to come from anymore. And, uh, I think for us, and maybe you'll relate to this too. It's made us, it's made me 
come from a way more personal place than I was coming. Not that I wasn't coming from a personal place before, but I had other things that I could use. I had other tools in the tool bag that we could relate to people with. Now all that shit is gone. I can't talk to you about the show that we were just at or the the music that we made or whatever. We there's none of that shit. That home has become our stage now for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's like you said, a different headspace to come from. And it's difficult. Like I realized that a lot of my, um, thoughts about myself, like the way I see myself are wrapped up in that world. And so without that, I don't know how to relate to myself the same way. Does that make sense? Oh, dude, I'm feeling that a hundred and thousand million percent. Right now. <laughs> yes, good. Like that's you just took the words out of my mouth. You know, it just it applies the same way to you know what I'm was doing and stuff. And yeah, you know, I I don't even got to reiterate. You know, okay. just to waste time. You said it perfectly. Yeah, I. But you know what? I think that's where the growth comes from because, <sighs> you know, so a, aside, I'm able to work um, right now, but what I was doing before, like, you know, skincare and energy work and all that stuff. Like now that's like bad. You don't want to touch anybody. You're not allowed to get within six feet. It's not okay to give somebody a hug anymore or to, you know, well, you know what I mean? It's not like socially okay. Like you're doing something wrong. You know, like my daughter wanting to come visit her parents because she's freaked out about this is like a negative thing because how could she take the baby on the road to, you know what I mean? So like all these normal feelings, like Aaron was saying that you used to associate with like that are good. Like I thought that I was like helping people and and I know I was, but like now that's not the case. (laughs) So what are you, who are you? Yeah. It's changed that whole, I don't know, like the whole, the system, the system is different now. It's like a different, it's like you're playing on a different, you were playing Nintendo 64 and now you're playing PlayStation. It's like <laughs> Totally. So like, do you find like that you're thinking more of like spiritual stuff at all? Because I feel like I, that's something that I've kind of like started to pick oh, up. Oh yeah. I've been looking inward so much because there's nowhere else really to look right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like you can look at a wall, you can just be like, oh. I go on a lot of walks with my dog, but Besides that, yeah, I've just been really looking inward and I've actually been getting more into Buddhism and learning more about like Siddhartha and Buddhism oh, and stuff yeah. like that. Really, really open. Because honestly, I've always been into it, but I'm not going to lie. I didn't really know a whole lot about it. At least it's not enough to just, but I've been reading and watching a whole bunch of stuff on it. And really, it's like, it's opening my mind to just a whole new way of, because they live in a whole different way. You know, mm-hmm. so like a Buddhist would have no problem living in the problems we're going through right now that me and Aaron are, and you and everyone's having right now. Yeah. They would be like, oh, that's all like all stuff out that outside of the mind. It doesn't matter. You know, yeah, like, dis- distractions are gone. Yeah. And, you know, like so that to us is a wake up call, I think, in some ways, you know. But so, yeah, to answer your question. Yeah, definitely getting more spiritual because, you know, being with myself a lot more, it's- you know, with a whole lot less to do. It's yeah. fucking uncomfortable, man. Yeah. It is. It is. It's. I'm with you, Roth, 100%. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was always doing, you know, as you guys know, like, you know, last time we talked and stuff, and I'm, I'm always trying to progress and do, like, work and, you know, to be a better person and stuff, be a better musician or whatever. But, like, but, yeah, so I was in the middle of kind of doing all that, and then all this shit happens, you know? So I was like, there's no way I could have 
plan for it. I just, I just still trying to be a better person in just this new world for now. The only thing that I have that I can equate all this to and, and like put it somewhere in my head to help it make sense is like when I was strung out, it's the only thing that I can equate this to. And like, it was so hard to go through that and it sucked so bad. And it was, it seemed like the end, Yeah, but it really was the beginning and and without that i wouldn't be who i am now and those experience experiences shaped the person that i am and i think this is like that in a lot of ways but we're in it right now and so it's difficult to see the other side the outside yeah. of it cuz you're still inside the thing it's still happening and yeah. it's tough inside 2020 yeah so right now we're in the thick of it it's just going to be hard to see where where is going because we haven't gone there yet and, and, but and, once we're there we'll be able to say you know yeah yeah and i think it bears saying too man that live music is coming back that's not gone that's, oh yeah that's not yeah. gone for oh, it's gonna come back strong we keep on Anything talking that's about that one of the things that really bring people back hardcore you know mm-hmm. like you know that is really gonna bring people back hardcore i think can it's, you imagine it starts to like make people realize not that they didn't like people who go to concerts and go to live music and love that they love it that's why they do it but when things are taken away from you even if you love them you, when you get them back you or while while you're not able to have it you realize all the things you love about it like yeah. you know the excitement of like the week before you're going to go do a concert or or you're going to go to a concert and you know you like get your outfit or you talk to your friends you're going to meet up you're going to have <laughs> dinner before you're going to there's this whole entire uh communal thing about going to a concert not to mention when you hear the first note all right everybody what like whatever you're like fucking so pumped you know so people are realizing all these tiny little ways that the magic of a concert night is has affected them you know and so just that like longing once we're there it's gonna be like orgasmic in a you know forever like (laughs) Yes, it's gonna be a hug fest. Like everybody's just gonna be crying. It's uh, yeah. Well, we keep talking to like you said. You're home. You're you're writing more. Every musician right now is home. They're practicing more. They're try. We're practicing other instruments that they haven't played. Everybody's doing different things and all this. I don't know. It's like charging up the battery so strong. Also, diff- when we, when music comes back, it may like the Hampton may actually take off when Fish plays. <laughs> and, you know, we always say like, dude, it's going to happen. The mothership's coming. You know, it's going to be strong mojo going on once we're all released to oh, frolic wait. again. I see that happening for sure. I see it happening. It's so we're a uh, Raf. Where's the inspiration coming from now? Because you have to, or like. Where's the, the- oh, no, you know, I mean, even from before, like I said, like it always really came from like inside me. So like what, whether I'm still pretty much dealing with some of the same things I was dealing with before this pandemic happened, like mm-hmm. as far as like just things with myself. So that really hasn't changed. It's like, just like, you know, so I'm still just going off that. And um, sometimes I just like write, write like an idea for a song before I even write music. And then I have those ideas written out. So like I've even had that before this all okay. happened. And all, I, all I need to do is just meet to work on it and stuff like that. So so you just came out with or you're, is it out the EP? Yeah, yeah. It just recently came out. 
dude. We were oh, just we were just listening I to it on the it porch. I love it so much. It was I, the last try. The Scarecrow Blues. Yes. It was perfect. Like it was on sitting on the patio or any day. Oh man, that means so much to me. Thank you. Yeah, props to Ash from Paracosmic. Uh, he helped me write that song. And oh he, really? He did the slide guitar, uh, the pedals, steel guitar, and all that stuff. Yeah. So, wow, that's really that's beautiful, Ralph. Mm-hmm. That the first of all that that's that was like my favorite and i was like you could just see like the dust and the tumbleweed and just the sitting <laughs> on the porch and like the singing I was out to- why why uh i don't know i guess because it's like a really hard like a blues song and like it's me and i don't know like i didn't want to feel like i was faking it or I, or it was like in not real or i don't know you know like you know like when like white boy blues kind of thing you know yeah. like you want to see like the authentic people i'm not worthy it. i'm not worthy so this <laughs> is what this is what i said when i heard it i was like this it takes you in it makes you feel like you're there in that old time kind of raspy like record player um you know dusty kind of like like i felt i was in it and we were sitting on our porch and i was like this is amazing like it didn't matter who was singing it whether it was freaking otis redding or you know like you the feeling was there you guys made the feeling happen Oh, that makes me so happy that everything you said. Wow. Just thank you. That's like, yeah, that was a visual man for you, real. You like know, I was, it was like a good feeling to be in, you know, Ralph, again, I think you and I are a lot alike, man. I, oh, I, yeah. I see, I see myself in you a lot, dude. And it's a trip when you put something out because you know, your intention behind it, but you, you think around it so much wondering how it's going to be received and and we can trick ourselves with that other voice that's in our head that talks shit all the time you know what i mean and so you even if it's coming from a totally pure place inside you you put it out into the world then that voice starts and well people are going to think it's fake what if they you know the white boy blues you know whatever (laughs) whatever the the trip is through doing this, I've learned that like, if I'm coming from a pure place, I just have to put it out and let it do whatever it's supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. And that's what, that's why I ultimately put that song on there because it also, it's just so chill and different, I guess, in the other songs. So I, but yeah, exactly. I I just figure like, I mean, like Joe Cocker, he's not He's, he's white as hell, but oh he can sing God. as black as anyone, you know? <laughs> yeah, he can, Cocker is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even about a racial thing, you know? It's not even about that. It's it's, it's about, like you said, it's about as long as it comes from the soul and it right. comes from the heart. And that, then you could be, you, you could be purple, you could be, you could be an alien. It doesn't matter. As long as you're, you're singing from the heart, from the soul, I think people will pick up on that. Yeah. And everybody's got the, everybody is in touch with the blues. We've well, all got the blues. Absolutely. That's not that's yeah, especially not somebody, right now. No, the blues are mine. <laughs> and that's one thing that I remember from meeting with you and the, the letter that you wrote us initially was your heart. Like you know how to articulate your heart. Yeah. And that is a beautiful, beautiful, like comforting thing. You know, it's it's beyond wearing your heart on your sleeve. It's like you're like bearing it open in your chest you're like ripping it open but it's not violent it's very sweet and i just want to thank you for your music and and for being authentic through all of this because no matter how hard it is Roth, you're not meant to be down you're meant to be up like 
I, like, I just know it when I see you. Like, I knew it when I met you. I knew it running through the crowd with you that night. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, and so, I don't know. I just, mama's proud. Hey, you know, I, I just thought That's of something while Mel, while Mel was saying that, dude. You, in case anybody hasn't, doesn't know who you are, and you told your kind of, your turn on story the last time you were on the show. Could you tell it again? Or your own version. Yeah. Like yeah, for sure. I could. Yeah. I was also super hyper that day. So. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't we all? Yeah. It was exciting. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot happening. So I probably was jumbling the story. But yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's not that different from Aaron's story in the sense where, you know, I, I came from a very different background than the whole like uh deadhead you know or even psychedelic music background i was i was a metal head and i was in like a metal band and we were signed to sony music for a while and we released stuff and it was going good and it was a uh, i thought i was really happy and then um i i started just i i started realizing i was just tricking myself to be happy because i realized i i was i just wanted to be successful i guess in music and it didn't really matter at that point what it was so I was just uh, just playing the whole like major label game, which is really, really lame. Any musician will tell you that, you know, you don't get really any control and and they tell you what to do and nothing really ever gets done. It's just, it's terrible. And especially if you're a musician or a person who just likes to get things done and you like having the creative input. But anyways, I started trying to escape from all that by taking psychedelics, but um I did it mainly just to party because like, and, you know, I didn't think anything of it. I, I tried it when I was younger many times, not many times. Well, yeah, a hand more than <laughs> I tried to be like in with friends and fun settings, but never just to like, actually, I don't know. I just started doing it at my house by myself and uh, it started completely changing everything. It, it wasn't no longer a party or a party drug. It was all about, it, it started teaching me about myself and, I just started becoming more and more open and aware. And then, you know, one thing led to the other. And then I, I discovered the Grateful Dead. And then, you know, I, I realized that, that the music would just spoke to me in a whole new per, personal level. I, I mean, when I was younger and I was a kid, I, I liked Grateful Dead. I liked like Uncle John's band and some singles and stuff. But that's why when I grew older as a metalhead, I, I dismissed them because I, I thought they were just like grandpa country, like shit, you know? Right. But, uh, you know, I saw a live show one of the, one of those days in my, in my house and, um, and I was just blown away. And then that was a powerful story, by the way, everybody, <laughs> we're going to find the episode number and tell everybody. Cause when you told that story, it was amazing. So I'm going to refer yeah. back to it. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, the story. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm probably not telling it the same way. And it, that's it, okay. No, yeah, no, it, no it's fine what you're doing. I'm just saying, I remember that. That was a, it was kind of like imprinted in my, in my head mm -hmm. when you said that for some reason. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I just know that I just realized I wasn't happy playing the kind of music I was. And I also wasn't happy with the people I was around and pretty much my entire life, everything, every, like, it was crazy. It was like, it was like the matrix when like they give you like the, the blue pill, the red pill, and then you decide to take the pill that just makes you up and fucks everything up and nothing's ever the same. And you're bald and you're in a goop and you're like, ah. <laughs> 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 
honestly, it is, yeah, it's really funny, but you know, at the same time, at the same t- at that time, it was very scary to yeah. me because like, oh my God, I don't have a best friend, but that person I thought my best friend is it's actually a real asshole was using me. Oh, and the girl who I thought I loved was, was actually like not good for me. And, you know, just all these things like, like, oh my God, this and that and band member stuff and managers. And I was like, oh my God, I'm stuck in this like world of like bad news. And, 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 and it's, and it sucks because I'm the one that put myself in it. Mm. So now oh. I was like, shit, man, what do I do now? Well, I got to get myself out. So the first thing I did was I moved away from Miami, which is where I was. And I moved to California to be closer to like the whole, just the West Coast. You know, you guys know yeah. the West yeah. Coast. The best coast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I continued the band, my metal band over here. And even though I knew I didn't really want to, but on the side, I started playing other music. And um, I ultimately just told the label in my band that I didn't really want to do it anymore because my heart wasn't in it. And it really hurt me because my brother was in my band. And, um, you know, like it was, I made that band. I grew it. I named like, everything. I did everything. I wrote the music. I did everything. So like for me just to leave something I worked for so many years and worked so hard on just to start fresh and new was like super scary and super, Did it trip you up, Raf, when you were creating the new stuff, like that old stuff that you had created creeping back up on it? Like, like you said, I made this baby then I just kind of leave it and I'll make it a new baby. Did that other, you know, did the memory of that other baby creep up on you when you were creating? yeah i mean a little bit it's only because the music's so different and the, I, I, the attitude for the music is so different than it is with metal or like the kind of music i, I like to play mm-hmm. now um so i i honestly don't think about it that okay. much but i have been thinking about writing a song about those days so like a more like oh, wow. psychedelic metal kind of song in reminiscent of those days that'd be rad <laughs> I think that would be cool. Yeah. Especially like I, like, I like some psychedelic metal bands. Like, have you guys ever heard of King Gizzard? And oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> like, they're super cool, you know? So, like, you could still have that attitude, I believe, and not, and, and still be, like, true, I guess. Yeah. We were supposed to have just seen King yeah, Gizzard. They, they would have been up here right around this time. We, we don't oh. think about those things that we're not doing. <laughs> but yeah, they, they were on our list. Aaron, somebody told Aaron, we, we've listened to him for a while. They're like, oh my God, one of the best shows you'll ever I, see. I was you in, see those guys live. We were at Dick's seeing fish and I was tripping my face off and we, I went in the middle of one of the songs to go get water and there was a good line to go to the water fountain and the guy in, uh, in front of me and I were just talking shit. And uh, he was like, dude, all seriousness, all joking aside, I got to tell you something. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, what? He's like, I've been to a lot of shows in my life, man. And I went and saw King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And it was the best fucking show I've ever been to ever. Oh. I was like, you got to go. I was like, okay, all right. So that I started checking him out. And yeah, you're right. <laughs> for sure and i luckily i got to catch him live a couple times before this all happened and yeah i i attest to that they're a great live band yeah so i mean the first question that comes to mind in what you're talking about is the relationship with your brother how how did that affect things between the two of you and how's how are things now oh man in the beginning it was tough man we didn't even talk for like almost a year mm. at all you know, it was so hurtful for me. And like that on top of like the fact that I moved across the country. So it's like, not only that I had heard from, I didn't hear from him, I didn't see him at all. So like, 
I thought he hated me, you know, and I, he did have some resentment, I think, you know, and he, I think in his head, he's like, oh, he just left us, went to LA and said, fuck the band and said, oh, I'm going to just take psychedelics and just chill all the time. Like, I think that's maybe what a lot of people were thinking about me. Um, but you know, if they just knew the truth, you know, that, that, that's not, that's not it at all. But, uh, ultimately, you know, my brother saw how happy I was with the music I was making and he saw how productive I was. And he's like, Oh man, cause he knows that that's everything to me. The music's always been everything to me. And like, so he just started, he started listening to my tunes and he's like, wow, this is pretty cool. In fact, he plays some stuff on the EP. What? So like, Which songs? Yeah. So, um, he plays on two songs. He plays the bass in everything I wanted and he plays the bass and guitar in Enter the Unknown. So are the vocals all you? Yeah. Wow, dude. Wow. Okay. All right. So how he has to finish his story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I lost track. Where are we at? You you left the band, you moved to California, and here we are. Oh yeah. And then um yeah, I guess I was me my 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 brother wasn't wasn't too cool with everything and we didn't talk for like a year and then basically he saw you know he heard what i was up to and you know he ultimately just reached out and was like he, i i told him like dude, we had a heart to heart i was like dude you know i would have i wish you could be in this band with me i wish you could be here in los angeles with me make like doing this i wish you could be playing these clubs with me like when i played the whiskey dude all i could think about was my brother dude Aww. like i've been wanting to play that place since i was born and like my brother was like the whiskey no way i'm like he loves that i'm about to tear up sorry no please it's cool man you're loud it's crazy well look where it's come now like you said he just played on the ep with you and everything so it gets to that happy place (laughs) i I feel like too like you're at the whiskey fulfilling this dream that you always wanted and your brother's on your mind the whole time that means he was with you Yeah. yeah that like when people are stuck to you like that, all like they they come with you energetically, you know. So yeah, he didn't literally wasn't on stage with you or whatever, but he was in your brain, he was in your heart, he was in your playing yeah. that night. Yeah, yeah. And then luckily he came to you know to to visit me in the middle of while I was recording. That was just like pure coincidence. So like you know, I was like, dude, why don't you play some stuff on this? You know, right? On. Because I just have we're all like, I mean, the EP is just like all a bunch. That's one thing about this EP. I'm not sure we'll ever be the same with any other thing after this. This was like a, every track is different people in a sense. We're like, I'm playing guitar sometimes and someone else is playing guitar. Ash is playing guitar. My brother. It's like, there's nothing is, it's not one set group of guys. Yeah. That's awesome. And I mean, that, that, I wrote all the songs and that's the only thing that's consistent. But besides that, everything else is, is kind of like, I just left to like a lot of the liberty of a lot of my trusted peoples, like my brother. That's where it's at. That's, that's, fucking cool man and one of the things that impressed me about the ep is it could almost be a different band for every song like it everything it's not like the same formula over and over again like it's each song is different every one of them is unique yeah and has a different a different uh, feeling because feel. yeah. you know this then you played the first song and then i was like whoa what is this like it just felt a whole different way so that's awesome to be able to have that diversity in one EP. So to, to tear everything down like that, like you, you have your life and you see it in this way that like, you know, it doesn't fit anymore and it's uncomfortable. But like you said, you fucking did it. You're the one that put yourself there and then you decide, okay, 
I'm going to burn this shit down. I'm out. And you split and you go to California and like don't know anybody and you're starting over like. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. How do you rebuild that? Oh, man, I don't even know. I don't even know what I was thinking, because now I think back on it, I was like, what what, what was I thinking? (laughs) Like, there's no way I was going to make it happen. I mean, so many people try, you know, like, it's just so hard. Luckily, just through the grace of like meeting good people and, um, you know, I think just, yeah, good people helping good people out. And, you know, I was able to get connected with the people doing cool stuff out here with the music and it it all happened really pretty fast for me, luckily. And and I was so, Mm -hmm. so thankful and grateful for that. that. That's a testimony to the community right there. I mean... Well, and like to Ashton. your hard work yeah, too, because yeah. otherwise they wouldn't give you the time of day, you know, yeah. like, okay, everybody wants to play music, but clearly there's something special. I mean, yeah, I like, I like to think here in the West coast, like people appreciate art in general a little more than, yes. than the, I'm not, I don't want to say like East yeah. coast, West coast. Thing. I'm just saying maybe from where I'm from in Miami, Florida, definitely there's more appreciation where I'm seeing it over here. Right. I can't speak for the whole East coast, but <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a different. Yeah, I'll have like East Coasters sending me hate mail. Hey, yeah. screw you! Don't talk. <laughs> don't you ever come back over here? It's a, there's a different vibe. It's it's even different when you go to a show back east and other places from the West Coast. It's just different, and and we hear it constantly yeah. from from everybody we interview. People that live on the East Coast. That's a, it is. It's, it's just different. different Not better or worse. Just different. Yeah, I will I will say the East Coast has really good musicians, and the musicianship I feel like is super tight. East Coast musicians, but yeah. you know. So, once you get it rolling again, what's the goal? Like, what? What now? What you know? That's actually one thing I've been thinking about is just to like throw the goals out the window at this point Ooh. and um, kind of just be like, let things happen, you know? Because like you know, the whole thing with the goal is you're setting an expectation for yourself, and then if you don't meet that expectation, and then and then there's the worry of of doing it, and then. If you really want to do it, you'll do it, you know? If you really want it to happen, it will happen. And, like, I feel like, you know, just setting, writing it down and putting it down maybe can help, but it's not going to get it done. Setting a goal is not – it's good. I think it's healthy to set goals. But I don't think it's right now where where my my mind's at. My mind is at just doing. I want to just make – write as many songs as I can and and hopefully they're good and release as much as I can and and then see what happens from that. And then finally start playing shows again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Once the show, oh, I can't wait for Dude, yeah, everything got canceled. We were about to do all these festivals, and that would have been perfect with coinciding with the release of the EP. Everything just would have been really nice. Yeah. But, I, 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 like I said, man, I think on the back end of this, we're all going to look back and go, you know what? That was kind of a good thing that that happened. I like, think there's a lot of really great things. Oh, yeah. I, I'd love to talk about. Yes. Let's t- let, okay, top five things that are good since this for you oh man Top okay five, five damn three i'm gonna stretch it no i'm stretching it to five because we need <laughs> okay. we need a little love out there 
Okay, well, I'll make it fast in that case. Um, for sure, I think the pollution, number one, going down yes. is like I'm super grateful for, you know. Then you have people just being more like, I think, a little more communal, I suppose. Like people are just like, I see people, I see like people doing like all these charities and like I see people around my neighborhood giving out food and stuff like that and just things like that. Like I haven't really seen that happen with any other thing, you know, like. That's awesome. Um, I guess another thing, I'm not sure. Well, you can go personal yeah, too. Yeah, personal too. Yeah, personal, definitely just being able to look more inward and, and, and think more about myself and what I was doing. And we we're all just moving. And that, I guess, moves on to my next thing. I think slowing down the world was yes. good. Everyone's slowing down, you know, like. Yes. We were, I think all of us were really complaining about how we were just moving too fast and there wasn't enough time and this and that. And then now it is like, like you said, like there's no excuse now. Uh, you know, sleep <laughs> all the time if you want to. Like you have all, you can get recharged, you can get everything you need done, you can work out, you can do whatever, read, do whatever you need to do for your well being. Now is the time to really do that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it's, One, I bet to you, I bet Dexter's very happy. You're probably having a lot oh, more yeah. time. And that brings my fifth thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's Any loving time, this. Getting more time with Dexter for oh. sure. He's loving it. He's like, wow, this is our new life. You're home all the time and I get food all day. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> this rule. Yay for Dexter. Yeah. He's like a king for sure. How's your guys' dog doing? Darwin, he's, he's loving it. He's oh, Aaron, he was Aaron, under our feet. Aaron has given off. him a title. He goes to work every day with Aaron in the living room and has his yeah. little bed next to his desk. Yeah. He's, he's actually he's been cute. loving Aaron being home. He's an engineer now. Engineer too. He works for, he works for one of the big telecommunications companies he's <laughs> actually drawing bigger salary than i do he's a <laughs> no he's he's stoked you know, dude he can do it he just needs a computer and yeah. zoom. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking stoked man like i think mel was saying it yesterday she's like why would you get a pet if you're just not going to pay attention to it you know at well, all, okay period. because think about this a pet is kind of a selfish thing to get to begin with it's something yeah. for well, I don't want to say selfish. It's not negative, selfish, but it's it's yours. It's your it's a possession, pet, yeah. right? And then you have people like babysitting it, or you're gone all day, or you're like, and then so they've got these like tiny little bursts of time with you. And we were talking about it because of like Darwin and all the pets now that are getting to spend all this time with their owners, and like that you should consider that like who's this pet going to spend time with? Yeah, they're heartbroken. You know, like that like, secret life of pets. That cartoon yeah. that sums it. I mean, they're like heart. I don't understand why she leaves me every day. <laughs> what the hell? What did I do? Yeah. But yeah, so I just think it's great for them. Like, I'm so stoked for all the pets out there that are getting to spend time with their mommies and daddies yeah. and owners. It's and rad. He's he's like attached to my hip now. He yeah. was never like that before. Now, all of a sudden, anywhere I go, he's like, mm-hmm. what are we doing, man? Where, where are we going? Are you okay? Are we eating now? Like he's he's rad and he's you know, hyper vigilant. Yeah, Dexter's uh-huh. doing the same thing. You know? He's just like looking at everything I do and making sure everything's cool. And yeah, it's just fun. it's fucking it's rad, and it, that is cool. And getting the opportunity to spend more time with with these guys and and to be home more. Like I was not here. I realized I was not here a lot of the time. Like I would get up at five o'clock in the morning, go to work, leave work, go to the gym. I get home at six 30 sleep and go do it again. Like home for three hour, four hours a day awake, you know? And, and then 
podcasting on the weekends and then going to shows. And so never really like landing. Yeah, Always exactly. Moving. And it's been good. It's been That'll tough. Be yeah. It's been good though. It's like it's grounded me too, man. And and I'm hearing that voice in my head a lot louder than I ever did before about yeah. a lot of things like like you said, going inside and, and you don't have an excuse now. And uh, it, that's good. That's a good thing. And that's why yeah. I think that good things are coming out of it, are going to come out of it. That How can it not? Exactly. <laughs> you know, you're paying attention to the most important thing there is, and that's you. Exactly, man. We, we all have to take care of each other and our, ourselves and just do the best we can right now. I think that's the number one thing. The best yeah. we can. Yeah. So you live in L.A.? Yeah. What part of L.A. are you in? North Hollywood. Oh, okay. So you see the smog. Yeah. Is oh, it, yeah. Is it gone? Dude, yeah. I've been seeing, like, way less, like, pollution, like, in general. And in the sky, I just see it, like, blue. You know what I'm saying? But but I don't That's know crazy. about, like, the... The smog things, I, I know, I know from, you could see it from like way up high. I, I'm, never, I'm not sure I've ever seen it like. Oh, I just remember when I lived, cause I lived in West Hollywood and I lived in the Valley too. Mm-hmm. And like, there's that blanket of shit that lays over the city all the time. Like if you drive into the city, you could see that like blanket. Oh of, yeah. Is that gone? I mean, I. I would, I would say so. I would say so. I'm so not, I haven't really gone to that part, but from the pictures I've been seeing, yeah. everyone's been posting like just clear skies because like so much less people driving, so much less pollution. So, I mean, what really got me would be on that was like the China, that like you could actually see China on Google Maps. Yeah. You, <laughs> That's crazy. There was so much smog and shit. So now you can actually see it. So I'm like, well, China's better than for sure LA is doing better. Yeah. It's so you guys haven't gotten together at all to play during this whole thing. Well, funnily enough, the band, we kept rehearsing even a week or so into the pandemic. Cause like, we weren't sure how serious it was. And then, you know, then my, my drummer split because he just, you know, he got to take care of some shit. Like he went to Oregon. And uh, so we kind of just stopped rehearsing for a little bit and everyone's kind of just been like, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of like afraid to ask people to jam because I'm, I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable to say yes or no. Yeah. yeah very because true. Like, I don't know how people feel. Like, I don't know how people like, like I personally, I'm okay with it. Like, I think like I'll take the chance like, as long as we're safe about it. You know, we don't have to be like making out, you know, but like, you know, we could just be like, but I don't know. Some people, I guess, take it a little more serious. So I'm just waiting That's to feel true. it out a little more. That's, that yeah, is true. That, that, because I work it, with a bunch of people who have such different opinions. Yeah. Like some people are really strict about the social distancing and are just, you know, kind of afraid, you know, afraid yeah. to get sick or afraid for whatever. And then there's other people that are like, I just want this to go back to normal so we can give each other hugs and hang out and just chill you know and it's easy to not to forget that i do it at work all the time i work with a couple of people that like people have asthma and start taking this way more seriously from the get-go people already have pre-existing conditions and people that are going to their elderly parents all the time stuff like that i'm not thinking of that because that's not on my radar but then these other people it's like man you know you hear people complaining like 
they're not taking this seriously. We we could be a danger to elderly people, and it's like shit. You know, that's you one know of, I forgot I forgot about that again. I'm being insensitive, yeah. so it's very trying. Like kind of walking on eggshells right now. Like, man, I want to hug you, but everybody's looking. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the things that's a trip about this. Is like the range of perspective that people have, and and the way that our realities are so vastly different right now. So. We've got friends that live on the East Coast, like our friend Mike Fenoya, um, and he, his wife is a nurse practitioner that's working in the ICUs. Oh, and so his, his view of this is literally quoting him, this is hell on earth. That's what he said. This is hell on earth. Like they're burying bodies on an island in New York City and there's 10,000 people that are dead and it's super fucking serious and... It's crazy. But then you come to somewhere like where we're at in Portland. There's been 74 deaths, I think, as of today out of 4 million people. And you just don't see it. The hospitals are empty. The nurses are turning off, turning, getting turned out, turned turned away. Wow. (laughs) No, they're not. Turning out the nurses. They're walking the streets now. They have no work. That's not what's happening. They are getting their shifts turned down because there's yeah. no, nobody in the hospital. And so it's vastly different the way that everybody is seeing this. So it's hard to have a consensus reality when it comes to this thing. It's fucking tough, man. We yeah. Just- man. And it's, and especially it's crazy seeing like all the conspiracies now oh, coming oh, out. Shit. Like, yeah. So it's just like, I even more want to be in my own little bubble because I don't, I don't even watch, I don't watch the news because I don't know Have you guys realized, but that shit, that stuff is poison. Oh yeah. It's all, yeah. We're not, we're not a news. This is not a news house. We get our news from sources, but not from turning on CNN or Fox or anything like that. I like, I I saw it like someone had it just on. I just see how they, they just try to scare people. And like, that's not how you teach people. No. Like, they're literally treating us like how you would I don't know it's it's crazy I think but it's one of the worst things that's ever happened to our society is news going 24 hours a day <laughs> there's no need for news to be on 24 hours a day there's not that much news I gotta know news. what's happening all the time yeah, so it comes down to misinformation and speculating speculating on speculations well I mean like come on even worse than that it's like he said it. that's no way to teach people and I yeah. don't think that's the that's not the goal the goal is to um inform and when i say that i mean program you know what i mean there it's a that's a programming tool it's propaganda it's not yeah. they're not giving you fucking information. scared people are easier to control mm-hmm. are you so you're in your own bubble man keeping it yeah i mean like yeah because just because my friends and people who i'm used to like talk to a lot i still do but like we talk more on like hey dude how you doing like are you okay i'm good man i'm just smoking okay cool man like it's not the same like the infrastructure has changed everything you know like the way the way we talk with each other and everything has changed it's just so crazy so you know now my brother, I, I call him enough to where we just talk about normal shit now because like we kind of just talk about it every time we talk. Right? Yeah. You got to kind of talk it out. Talk like, it out. Get it yeah. out. And <laughs> then you can go back to normal. Like, All right, that's it, you We've know? been doing that with interviews. Like I, when we start the interview, I'm like, okay, let's get the elephant in the room discussed so we can move on to other shit. But now How we don't even you? need to say that because yeah. it's, you it's know. Just, yeah, it's it, our oh, life. I want, sorry, I want to add one more bonus to the question you asked. Yeah. Me, that. that one another good thing about this whole thing is 
seeing all the creativity that people, humans have doing like, and, and that things like people, the way people are figuring out these online concerts and streaming and the way, I don't know, it's just super cool. Plus you got Grateful Dead releasing concerts like for fundraisers and stuff like that, which was super cool because I like seen like every concert a million times and yeah, things like that. So yeah. sorry. That's, no, you're <laughs> oh. right. That That is a super positive thing being inside um, our favorite musicians homes with them while they're performing our favorite music and cooking with them and listen like it's been offering ama- free yeah. lessons it's like been Aaron, amazing. that was like three weeks ago that started by Aaron's like dude there, someone said you know Brian Stasek's giving bass lessons Ross so-and-so, James is giving Ross guitar James lessons is like, like, you know they're all reaching out and giving lessons to people well, it's not free okay yeah. but not that free. shit ain't free right, man. sorry no. That, yeah no first time's That's- free yeah, but but you people can go get things like that. That's super cool. Like you know, th- make us look in new avenues. I think that a lot of us haven't thought, or at least I really haven't thought. Like I've never really been. I love the internet, but I've never really seen it as I don't know as like the the end all be all. But it is some such a powerful tool, you know. And it's like I, I guess I should learn more to utilize. You it. know, well, listen to this, Rafi. I told this to Aaron about all of our interactions right now and all of our communications right now have oh, to go yeah. through the internet somehow. Yeah. Thank God for it right now. Right. It's exactly. the only thing we can get together. So, but then think about that's all of our energies getting filtered through that. That is the only way we can do it. Cause unless yep. you're in my house, then we can't have that, you know, body to body eye contact, you know? So everything exactly. is through that and it just changes like you said, the conversations are kind of awkward at first, almost like what, like, okay, there's really nothing to talk about. We haven't done anything new. My trip to Costco sucked, like whatever, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and not only that, you have to relate to people different because you're different too. Like you're feeling weird and different, yeah. you know, and it just, wow. you just made me realize something like, check this out, Ralph. You'll probably relate to this. This is a lot like figuring out who you were after you got turned on yeah dude that's very funny you say that i feel like this is part two project two of that for me yeah yes part two wow (laughs) that's what i named this episode that i named this part two i really i really did (laughs) i didn't know that oh wow yeah this feels like that like you know what's good advice are broken from before is to um Put cute things around your house to make you smile. Like Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Little cute things. I bought this um, flower pot the other day for like two ninety nine, and I put some googly eyes on it. And oh I, my god! And okay, I put I a like, little tail on it, and every time I like see it, it makes me it's happy. Awesome. <laughs> it is uh, so cute, and I, it's a really great idea to just have cute shit around your place to remind you of being like in your head you know like there's cute stuff out there just a little crack a smile you know what (laughs) you know what trips me out too man is that like you know how you just said communication has changed and the way that you were you're relating with other people has changed apple hold on apple grabbed it can you see it nice oh the little googly eyes on it Let me get it away from here. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I some eyes. I could think of so many things to put Google. There you go. See? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, dude, make everything super fun. You can have a concert with all your googly-eyed friends. 
God, it's, it's great. Dosed out watering can. <laughs> Googly eyes on your dog's butt and turn him into <laughs> an elephant. Yeah. Walk backwards. Yeah. <laughs> but what I was going to say is like, think about what you were saying and think about how fast it happened. It happened like that. Like this shit altered in two days. Yeah, the closest thing I can think of to how big this affected my world and the world of people around me was like 9-11. That's like the next mm-hmm. thing. And even that wasn't even as big as Mm-mm. this. Not even close, you know, not even. Su- so like if that's the closest thing I have to relate to as like in a worldwide tragedy, then like, damn, like this, it can only. I just feel like we have to be prepared as a human race for much worse things. I feel like this is. Just yeah. The yeah. The alien yeah, this invasion. is an eye opener. <laughs> And do you like uh, there's been a lot of talk about like um, like moving forward in consciousness and a shift and like an evolution of sorts. Do you feel like there's any truth to that for you of what's going on right now? Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about that, too. How um, a lot of my friends who are into spirituality have been telling me about this, like how we're how human consciousness is getting ready to move to the next level, I guess. And I'm super down with that because I feel like. Like who even who I was five years ago, I feel like not even like way beyond a different person. Like that's like a person who I wouldn't even hang out with, you know, or Whoa, something like that. Yeah. Like that's how different I was. And yeah. I think yeah. like I am now the way I am because I became more conscious of myself, of yeah. my surroundings, and what I like and what I should do. And you know, I wasn't I wasn't I was being just being less of a robot, I guess. And then so if, if that means the whole, if, if humans as in general can start thinking, you know, more, in a more conscious expanding way, I feel like, yeah, like we can be moving to like a better future, you know, yeah. you know who knows what's going to come out of it. Something great. Absolutely. That's what it feels like. You know, like they had like the indigo children and like the baby boomers and generation X and yeah. all of that. Like we're in 2020, like we're straight up in the future already. Like we're in it. We're not getting there. And so all of these kind of um, getting back to our basics, like ourselves and like self maintenance, whether that's physical or mental or emotional um, creativity, like getting back to like the core of ourselves, that is part of the evolution. Cause then you pay attention to those things more and you live better, like from that point. So now it's almost like a line in the sand. Like we were talking about when we first started like um, pre and post, you know, like we're living in that post way with all that pre knowledge. And uh, now wow. we're here. It's well a, put. Yeah. It's a really, I've been thinking about this a lot, you know, and obviously, well, because it's all of our, it's like a thread that we're all talking about this whole we're weird all focus on the same thing. Yeah. So like when, like you said, nine 11 was kind of like that, but not the same because no, but we didn't all live in New York, so we didn't all feel the same type of thing. But all yeah, over th- happening in our backyard, literally everyone's backyard, yes. or even in, in your house. house. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so this is as close as I think we've ever gotten to like a world war. Like well, we're fighting something else that's yes. not human. Yeah, yes. maybe, maybe. Yeah, we talked about like it's like yes. a sci-fi feel. Like we are, we're there. It's an a COVID. It's an, is, invi- it's, an it's an invisible um, enemy that we're all navigating around, and we just can't name it because we can't see it. But we all are feeling, you know, the fatigue of the mind and the. I don't want to say hopelessness because that's not always there, but there's a bit of that sometimes, and like all of the on top of 
feeling gratitude Mm. for being with our families, for noticing the little things, for um, stepping up with our, like I said earlier, our self-care and being more conscious. Like we're getting these big extremes of emotion that are kind of like being like tug of war back and forth, you know? And at the end of this, like I said, we're going to have that strength from us mentally fighting and then with our craft on top of it. So it's not like you're just going to become a musician. You're already a musician, but now you're here. Yeah. So right for everybody too, like whatever you were and now you're this wow. too. Yeah. I don't know. I just, no, that it makes sense. And, and I don't know, man, like I think before. Hey listeners, I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. There's a lot of focus and... I think a lot of people are like this, like there's two modes of feeling. You're either feeling good or you're feeling bad and, mm-hmm. and that's it. It's just the extremes. And, and if somebody asks how you're doing, Oh, I'm good or I'm not doing so hot. That's it. But I think yeah. in this, at least for me, I've been forced to realize that there's a fucking huge range between good <laughs> and bad. There's a lot of different ways to feel in there. And it, it just to be able to sit and feel it. It's okay. It's okay if you don't feel good today. It's okay if you feel happy today. It's okay if you feel a little shitty, but you're still happy. Like there's a huge range. That's like my new constant mood where I'm like, I'm happy because I have the things I need and I'm healthy and things like that. So I'm like, I'm happy and I'm home with my dog and, you know, I got weed and yeah, guitars. But then it's like, but then I'm like, but damn, you know, there's like a lot of people that are dying around the world. You know, it's like, and so it's like that I'm happy, but I'm also sad, you know? Yeah, it's that tipping the scale. Like it's a lot of checks and balances. When you're, tr- yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you said that because when you're trying to establish a homeostasis or a neutrality or a balance, it's got to go both ways at first. You know, think about like a scale, and then you're putting you know some on the one side and some on the other, and then you got to take a little bit off of one yeah, it side. Doesn't just go, Ding. and then you got to kind of put some on the other side, and right, and then so you do that. So it's not even yet. It's not balanced yet. That's what's going on with us. Like we're a little bit sad and a little bit happy, and then. A little bit negative and then a little bit positive and then wait till we get to that spot and finding it's coming the, yeah, yeah. some days are really yeah. good and some days are like 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 thursday night was a really oh good night in our it was house a, like i one said of the thursday best. yeah everybody was in a good mood we synced in. and then other nights we're just like hey good to see you man good night. to my room you know <laughs> it, 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 it's like a constant up and down rough but, the, but they're all good you do know? you do you live alone no, I have roommates. Okay, good. good. So, so, like, so that's, that's another thing I was thinking about. Like, there's some people I know that are, just have one bedroom studios and they just live by themselves. Oh, fuck. They are going crazy yeah. because they, no one wants to come visit them because, like, obvious reasons, you know, like, yeah. and then they don't really want to go and endanger other people. So it's, they're, they're really lonely. I'm lucky where I have some company, man, and my yeah. dogs. So. Yeah. It's weird, too. Like, I've, I have these guys but they're gone a lot of the time. So I'm alone at home. And then I'll be like, Oh, you know what? I I'm alone. I'm, I'm going to go to the store. 
and I'll go out and out is weirder than it's like this whole different reality out there than it used to be. Twilight zone. I, yeah, totally. I Twilight zone. Fucking weird. And I'm like, why did I do this to myself? Why did I go out here? I got to go home. Yeah. Weird uh, believe here. me, when he, when he says that I want to go out, I'm like, no, you don't, babe. I was just out. I like coming. I go to the twilight zone every day and then I come home. And so it's freaking weird to see the change of humanity on a daily basis like that. It's like the, you know, water torture one drop at a time, you know, like, you know, it takes a lot of energy to go out and be amongst that and then not bring it home with you. It's kind of like knowing really- that's the, that's the virus, not even like the COVID that's the virus is like the emotional baggage you bring home that like gets on your clothes and on your speech and on shitting your, on you all day yeah yeah <laughs> well one of the weirdest thing me and mel talked about because i work at the dispensary we're both like in retail is, yeah. is now you, you don't see nine ninety five percent of the people are wearing face masks so facial expressions are gone you're oh, just seeing yeah. people's eyes which most people's eyes at this point are kind of vacant some with like that thousand yard stare, some yeah. with that mistrust. Yeah. Googly and, eyes, yeah. And nobody, nobody's trying. Yeah, yeah. And, and nobody's quite trusting. Everybody's like a self appointed safety monitor now. You're like yes. looking at everybody, like, like, is that six feet, fucker? You know, oh, everybody's just savior. giving people looks. Like, I'm so awkward when I go buy anything. I'm like swiping my card, like, like some sort of like mission impossible like you know and then like i don't know it's so awkward and weird and you know it's it's, it's it, it's got to chill out. That's it's all. It's those yeah. exact two things that you said: awkward and weird. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well, I'm I mean, glad to be going through this awkward, weird time with you, Ralph. Yeah, me too, oh, man. Likewise, man. You don't know how happy it is for me to see you guys and talk with you guys. Us too, yeah. man. We feel the I same way. I was so excited when I saw the um the reminder come in yesterday for today's show, and I was like, Hell I was, yeah! I, I was counting down the hours, <laughs> not even the days, the hours. I was like, All right, 17 hours until. Yeah. You know, uh, we don't have to have an episode to FaceTime. Yeah, no, yeah, we no. can do check-ins. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure, man. I know. Yeah. I just, I knew you guys were just really busy. You guys were kicking ass with the episodes and stuff, and you know, well, you know, we're, we're, okay, busy and not at the same time. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Like, um, so Aaron does his little eight o'clock at night story times. You know, um, yeah. so that's every day of the week. That's five days, and then, like you said, we record um on the weekends, and but aside from that, like. That's well, we're out on the patio hanging out. Yeah, we like calling, you know, it's exactly. calling family and friends. And we have been doing what's that. Up. You know, Careful the, what you wish for, you're going to get that's all right. You sure. know, at least you're on <laughs> our time zone. Yeah. yeah. I, I have the hardest time with friends of ours that are on our time zone. Like a friend of ours, I called this morning and I told him yesterday, it was like, dude, I'll call you when I get home. I get home like at seven o'clock. It's already 10. He's got a kid. I don't think about that. You're on our time zones. We can bug each other anytime. Anytime we want. Yeah. That's been, I think, one of the weirdest adjustments is like not having schedules like the way that we do. Oh, yeah. Aaron's very routine. Dude, like not having. Okay. In April, we're going to um, Skull and Roses and then Northwest String Summits in July and then, you know, um, Fish and Joe Russo. Fucking nothing. You no, I love his morning routine. My favorite. It's my favorite. When he actually starts work, he puts his slippers all the way on. 
He usually he, wears he, them like flip flops around the house, but then that's official when he reaches down yeah. and pulls the uh, heel up. They work now, and he's like, "I'm I'm in work mode." It's like, right on, brother. You go to work. So you know it's serious. Yeah, yeah. So, Rob, where can everybody out there find your stuff so they can help support you? Oh. Thank, appreciate you asking. Um, I guess you could just head on over to the Delta 89 Instagram. I like what everyone uses nowadays. And uh, there's a link there in the bio where you can pretty much get it through any platform you want. The EP, it's like available on all the platforms, you know, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all that stuff. So whatever you want, you could just pick one and get it. Or you could just listen to it for free and just leave a comment. I'd appreciate that. I'm going to leave a comment. If, I'm going to go back and do it. If... Uh, <laughs> Or since we're playing a song out of this, which song do you want me to play? Oh, I'll let you guys pick. Mel, do you have one that you want to pick? Or I mean, let's hit in first of all, I, can we do two? Because yeah, I want to do. I, I, I want to do the one with your brother, and then I want to do Scarecrow. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Yeah. Let's let's do. Is there wanted and then Scarecrow? Is there any one song that you particularly love? Like you were like, damn. This oh, I, I love them all. I like them all. I, I felt like everything I wanted came out really, really like, good. Yeah. I see that's a tough. Yeah. One. It's like which is your no, favorite? Not, yeah, kid? Your well, favorite not necessarily. Fa- but you know, sometimes like you do something and you're like, damn, exactly. that's yeah. dope. It's true. it's true. Almost everything I've ever done musically, there's always one or something that I love. But with this one, I love them all. But Aww, I guess right I everything I wanted. That one, the way it came out, I just really liked. okay, okay. perfect. Everything it, yeah. I wanted. All right, Aww, Stay in that touch actually with us, does man. say it all, Roth. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> totally. Man, yeah, I love you guys. You guys we love you too. We're yeah, grateful dude, it's for so you, good man. to see your smile Thank, on yeah. your face. <laughs> 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 I want to give you a big old hug. I yeah. know, dude. I can't wait till this is over. I'm we'll be, be there hugging soon. everybody. It's just be a constant. <laughs> I'll tell you what, too, Roth. When when um, the ban is lifted and it, we're traveling again. We're definitely coming to LA, so yeah. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll let you oh, know. I'll be in LA for a little. Yeah, minute. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, you guys always have a place to crash with me. Oh, thanks, man. I think I'm actually going to be getting a bigger place, so you guys can even get your own room. What? Check that okay. out. All right. All right. Well, when you come to Portland, Roth, everything's on us, man. Come chill with oh, us. Come I'm, hang I've been on the porch. It for so long, man. It's so cool. Yep. Yeah. This is the first episode. When you I guys know, first man. I'm excited about it. We'll it's going to happen. We'll get Delta 89 up here soon. It's going to happen, man. All, All right, right, brother. We'll talk to you soon. I love you guys. Love you too, too. Man. All right, man. Bye. Bye.
<laughs> Doesn't perfect. You know he were, he, Jason, he, my uh, cousin Jason. Huh? Oh, okay. I was gonna say Jason, the other Jason too. Gershany? No, Jason and Audrey. He's got. Oh, the, oh he's got yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They and they have the same kind of chill. Uh huh. Just yeah. like everything's cool, man. I can weather anything. Listen, man. Here's the thing. The musicians are and struggling. They, hold on. And they need assistance. Yeah. Let's think about what he said. A lot of us are still working, and I'm talking to those of us that are right now. Yeah. All of his income is gone. Well, All of it, except for what's coming from the assistance yeah. that's coming from the government. Yeah. Besides that, his income is gone. For his craft. His, and yeah. his, yeah. Bills, his bills aren't. <laughs> Nobody's bills his, are. They didn't fucking go away because of this. So, listen, if he can, go support him. Buy the album. Yeah. Buy some merch. It's dope. Just check it out. Because... We got to take care of each other, man. This and is like family said, taking care of family. Like he said, the biggest thing is he just wants you to listen to it. He just yeah, wants yeah. you to hear. He wasn't what, even asking. I'm the one yeah, that's asking. He, he just wants you to hear the, his hard work and the collaboration with all the amazing musicians that he's around. So, yeah, if, if somebody's asking, just go ahead and open up those ears. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with more stuff. And uh, we things. love you guys. And, and we love and you, things. Ralph. Thank you so much for the time. I love seeing you. And yeah. I, I wish I could have given him a hug, too. It's a trip. I remember being in the parking lot at Skull and Roses and when we, when we first met and feeling a connection with him on a, like a way different level. Oh, I know. Than it, like I, I see myself in him. And I forgot that. And while we were talking, I remembered saying that. Yeah, he, he's. I remember his his intensity and and like Mel said, is open. He seemed like my best friend from yeah. every concert that I hadn't run in. Like that that really cool person you meet at a that concert. you don't get to see often. Yeah, yeah. Me too. and it's like like there he is. What's up, man? And how how is it in one evening? All of us felt a personal single connection, connection with him like him. that because we we said that you were saying I see my son. I was like, there's something about him that he is, reminds you of your brother. Yeah, yeah. like I just. Exactly, like the, your BFF, your brother, your you you know your cute boyfriend, your what like all these awesome things in good, one, and, and just all good, good people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same like with he, Ashton. That's very yeah. true. They yeah. both kind of that whole had crew, that. man. Yep. They were fucking they're rad sweethearts. People. They're very they're sweethearts. All right, Aww. guys. I hope everybody's doing good out there. I I'm praying for all of us that we're coming close to the finish line of. Uh, of COVID-19's lockdown. Yeah. I hope that this episode is coming out as things are easing and we're, we're getting out of the jacuzzi slowly. So yeah, I love you guys. We'll see you next week. More stuff and things. Take care of each other. Be nice. Smile at a stranger. Keep on trucking. Underneath your mask. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. What? What? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I did, there's been, sorry, I don't know if anybody's heard, there's been quite a few serious accidents from people wearing, the, the the government is like asking people to, like, don't, you don't need to wear your mask while you're driving in the car Because it's fogging up their fucking glasses. And, oh and people are getting, people are starting to get oxygen deprived when they're wearing it all the time. There's been people passing out in cars by themselves and getting in serious accidents. Don't you think you'd it's, take the mask off if you were getting dizzy? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I saw this this morning. So just, yeah, people be safe. 
use, use safety, common sense safety first on top right of now. everything else we're being told. Use common sense, too. We'll get back to safety third. I promise. No. I promise we will. No. Yes, we will. We'll get back to safety third. No. Yeah, this someday. is a for safety first zone for... No, for now. We'll, for get, now. Back. we'll, we'll get, get back to safety to it. third. Uh, yeah. We're just not there <laughs> yeah. now. It'll be and, a while. And hydrate. And take vitamin C. And we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Listeners, I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.